Well, hey everybody, Pastor Steve here. Really glad you've joined me today for our devotion. We are in Revelation chapter seven. While you're opening your Bible there, I want to just make sure you know that this Sunday we're going to have a special guest from Steel City Church in Pittsburgh, the church that we are helping, that we are supporting, a new church that's being planted there, and God is blessing. So I look forward to you being here to learn more about what God is doing in this new church plant in the city of Pittsburgh, Steel City Church. So uh, make sure you're here for that. All right, now, if I could put a summation or a heading to chapter 7 of Revelation, it would be this, safe in heaven. Safe in in heaven. Chapter 6 uh, had six seals that were open, which described life on earth throughout history, especially between the two comings of Jesus, his first coming and second coming. And it ends with the sixth seal being open, which is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, in chapter 7, what we have is a description of heaven at the time of Jesus' second coming and then afterward. So in this chapter, we learn that the complete number of Jewish people who are going to believe in Jesus and be saved will be there. We learn that there will be this very large multitude, too large to number of Gentiles who will be saved and be there. That all of us, Together in heaven will worship the Lamb, that our tears will be wiped away, and that those who are not in heaven will be experiencing the wrath of God, which was mentioned in the very last verse of chapter 6. So in chapter 7, verses 2 and 3, if you'll look at it with me, he says, I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea. The, the wrath of God that is being poured out on the earth, on lost people at the second coming and the judgment. Verse 3, do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until all have all and, and, and excuse me until we have sealed until we have sealed the bond servants of our God on their foreheads on their foreheads all that is saying is just as earlier there is a mark that that identifies those who do not worship Jesus here there's a mark that identifies those who do worship Jesus it's not that anybody's going to have a literal brand on their forehead it's this idea that God knows who belongs to him and who does not and those of us who belong to him will not suffer the wrath of God. So at the second coming, when God's wrath is poured out on the earth and on, on the lost, it won't be poured out on us. We're protected. We're removed. We're, we're protected. We're, so so that, that's, that's all that is saying. Now, you go on down in verse 4 and following the 144,000, 12 times 12, the perfect number. In other words, the full, complete, perfect number of Jews from each of the 12 tribes that are going to be saved will be saved and will be in heaven. And then verses 9 and following that great multitude, no one could count from every nation, tribe, and people, and tongues. That same language is used earlier 
That, that's who Jesus purchased, okay, with his blood. So in other words, all of the Gentiles, all of the non-Jews that are going to believe in Jesus throughout history and be saved will be safe in heaven with all of the Jews who choose to believe in Jesus. So while God's wrath is being poured out on those who are not followers of Christ, those of us who are followers of Christ, whether Jew or non-Jew, but we believe in Jesus, we love Jesus, we serve Jesus, we are safe in heaven. And then he says in verse 14, look at it. And I said to him, my Lord, you know. And he said to me, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. And for this reason, in verse 15, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night. We are, are white robes, washed white. The blood of Jesus purifies us and cleanses us. And so we're in heaven worshiping Jesus day and night and all the time. And the great tribulation here, it's, he's not referring to a, what you sometimes hear about a seven-year tribulation. The tribulation is what he's been talking about through these chapters. It's the entire time period of human history. All that's going on during life on earth, all of us, whether Gentiles or Jews who are believers, come out of this life with all of his tribulations and we are in heaven washed white by the blood of Christ continually worshiping Jesus. And he describes that eternal life in verses 15 and following. He says, for this reason they are before the throne of God and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them. We, he will dwell over us and with us. Verse 16, and they will hunger no longer nor thirst anymore. None of the tribulations, the hardships of life on earth, nor will the sun beat down on them, nor any heat. There's no famine, no problems, natural disasters. Verse 17, for the lamb in the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will guide them to the springs of water, springs of the water of life. Remember, the, 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 it's, it's a picture in Revelation and other places in the Bible that the, the, the tree of life, the water of life, a representation of eternal life, of everlasting life. And Jesus in the gospel said, when we believe in him, there springs out of us living water. Through Jesus, we have access to that living water, that life, everlasting life. And when we're there, it's the same thing he repeats later in Revelation. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. So he's describing life in heaven. Now I want you to notice between chapter 6 and 7, nowhere, 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 nowhere in these chapters is there a mention of, of, of a rapture of the church prior to the second coming. It's, it's, it's not here. Not, not one single verse. Jesus, the message was to those seven churches we talked about early in Revelation in the Roman province that the Romans called Asia. Today, that's Western Turkey, who were being persecuted. And, and his message to them is through all of the tribulation you're enduring, through all of, the, all of the stuff you're enduring, know that in heaven Jesus is being worshipped. Know that everyone who believes in Jesus, whether Jew or non-Jew, if they're martyred for the faith, they're safe. And ultimately, Jesus is going to come back. And when he does, his wrath is going to be poured out on all those who don't know him. And, 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 and the prayers of the saints and the suffering of the saints, he's going to take vengeance on those who persecuted his people. But when God's wrath falls, we're safe because we're marked. He knows us. We're with him in heaven as they are experiencing wrath and hell and judgment 
and we're safe. So when you're going through hardships, whether it's through natural disasters or economic downturns or literal persecution, remember these things. He's coming back and he's going to rescue us and he's going to take vengeance on those who hurt his people. He knows his own and he knows those who are not his and we will be with him in heaven safe and at peace with all of our tears wiped away and martyrs when they die go straight to heaven so this is a message of encouragement it is a message of hope and he's saying as you go through life cling to that message cling to that hope cling to that encouragement you see if when you read Revelation, all you're thinking about is what's going to happen at the very end, you miss the message he has for you right now. And God doesn't want you to miss this message of hope and encouragement. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.